You have failed, it's now or never. We won't get a win, no, never. We're just gonna fail cause we really suck. It's my life. And hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Have Failed with me, I say Invader. Uh, where this week we will be discussing a film that came out, well, I was about to say quite recently, but I have a sneaky feeling it was a bit longer ago than I think it was now, maybe 2017, uh, which is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Um, but before we get on to that, I would once again like to say on behalf of all of Sidhu Arts, we do stand with the Black Lives Matter campaign. And although it seems to have died down on social media recently, the issue is still very real. And we do still stand with the cause, hoping to make a change in any way that we can. But without further ado, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. The fifth instalment in the Jurassic Park franchise, I suppose you call it, or the Jurassic franchise. I don't know what the whole thing's really called. And, um, yeah, it it wasn't wasn't great. Um, <laughs> to be blunt, it, it wasn't wasn't fantastic and that that doesn't fall on the acting or the special effects or the designs of the new indoraptor it falls on what i can only describe as as a bargain basement plot really the problem with it lies in fact i was quite excited to see the film if i'm completely honest um because i love i'm a dino dude um you know yes the failure does love his dinosaurs um so being a big dinosaur fan, I've always loved the Jurassic Park films, and I didn't think Jurassic World was that bad. You know, I heard some people say it was pretty bad, but I quite enjoyed Jurassic World as a reboot. Oh, yes, I prefer the original Jurassic Park ten times over. I've read the original Jurassic Park book as well by Michael Crichton. It's a fantastic read, and the film is fantastic and iconic in itself. You know, so many scenes from that film, and even the line, Welcome to Jurassic Park. I'm about to get copyright striked for singing the Jurassic Park theme song now, aren't I? Oh, well, no harm, no foul. Except there's going to be a foul. And there always is around here, because, you know, I always fail. Anyway, off topic. But the point is that that first Jurassic Park film is very iconic and... I was about to say, once again, I was about to say that's not even that old, but that's 1993. So, yeah, it is quite old now as well. But it wouldn't have been that old when I first watched it, maybe 10 years, if anything. And it was a fantastic film then, and it is now. And Jurassic World, to some degree, recaptured the magic and basically, obviously, brought that film into a modern era with more modern technology and stuff. And, and it worked. Jurassic World was a good film. But you get Fallen Kingdom, where in premise it was okay. The Indoraptor looked cool. The whole idea of the Indoraptor looked really good. And from the trailers, it looked like it was going to be a lot more horror-based with the Indoraptor stalking and looking out for the good guys like, you know, um, Owen and Claire. That's her name, Claire. You know, sort of running around. And the trailers had a very more, like, focusing a lot more on the horror of the films like the other ones alluded to especially the original trilogy alluded more to the horror of what was going on um but this one seemed it was really going to play into it especially if you go back and listen to those original fallen kingdom trailers 
the music is an eerie version of the Jurassic Park theme um, composed by the brilliant John Williams, by the way. Can we just point out how fantastic John Williams is in all that he does? Jurassic Park is another one where he just hits it out the stadium with that one home run a million times over. But yeah, this eerie version of the theme tune that played in, in the trailer was was really good. And it got me thinking, like, I'm not a big horror fan. And I thought they're obviously not going to go full on like, you know, the conjuring and weird creepy dolls and everything is definitely still going to be dino themed but they were going for a more scary vibe and i was quite looking forward to like a big really shift or like toning toning shift shifting tone jesus christ i can't speak um from what had happened before like delving more into the horror of what is going on with this creature that's intelligent enough to really stalk you like more so than the raptors have been able to do before that seemed really cool. And then you get to the film and the first half is still spent on Isla Nublar with like the Indoraptor just just not there. And and that's where I think the biggest problem with this film lies. It's not the acting, it's not the plot itself that's bad. It's the fact that Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, sorry, Fallen Kingdom should have been two films. Um and I know that doesn't work because they were going for their crown. They were going for their own trilogy. It was, you've got Jurassic World, insert name that I've forgotten here, coming out soonish, I believe, and it's got all the original cast coming back, and that'd be great. But Fallen Kingdom should have been two films because you've got. By the way, we're going to spoiler territory here, which the same as most podcasts are about to be spoilers. So if you haven't seen it and you want to um, watch it and come back, I mean that's a long break to take. Um, but I mean, you don't have to watch it. It's, as I say, it's not a great film. Um, it, it's it's good. You can enjoy it. You can enjoy it. Um, there was one part that I thought was really disturbing and sad, like not horrific disturbing, but more like sad and sad disturbing. Um, but you can enjoy it. it. It's an okay film. It's just not great like Jurassic films tend to be. Um, so yeah, you. It should have been two films because you've got the first half where there are now dinosaur right activists trying to save all the dinosaurs on Isla Nublar because the uh, island's about to be blown up by a volcano and whatnot. And they're like, no, we need to save the dinosaurs. They're alive too, which, you know, is true. You should try and save the dinosaurs. Um, and then there's obviously all the other people like, no, they were extinct before. Let them go extinct again. And they're like, no, but... If it's not extinct anymore, shouldn't we try and save it and stop it from going extinct again? And there's a big sort of debate. And then they go to the island trying to save as many dinosaurs as possible. And that should have been its own film. Like, you know, the the politics of are the dinosaurs alive? Are they not? Do they deserve to live? Do they not? Which obviously, yes, they do. But it could have made for a plot with an interesting villain being more a group thinking the dinosaurs aren't alive. And thinking of them like assets like Claire did in the last film. And her arc... Because that was the arc that they tried to go for her here. She went from, in the last films, viewing the dinosaurs as just assets, to in this one, leading the forefront as, no, they're living things, after the experiences of the last film. So having that develop over a full film than over the first half of a film is would have been a lot better. So they go to the island and say there's quite a lot that goes on. You've got the baryonic scene, you've got the stuff with uh, Owen and Blue, and you've got Justice Smith's character who sort of it's just there and slightly good with computers and and that's great and as i say it would have made a decent film on its own 
but they sort of cut it short. And don't be wrong, the most depressing and sad part of the film comes at that, when they've left with all the dinosaurs they can, and you just see one. Um, I can't think of what it was now. Is it uh, it wasn't a, it might have been a Diplodocus. I can't remember what the exact species was. It's one of the long necked sauropods. Um. But off the top of my head, without watching it recently, I can't remember exactly what the dinosaur was. Um, but yeah, so <clears throat> you you see it, and it it sort of calls out in it seems like fear and you know pain as as it just gets engulfed by the smoke of the volcano, and you've basically just watched its last moments as it couldn't escape. And and frankly, right, that is um that was that was horrifyingly depressing. And, uh, yeah, that, that bit really got me... I don't care about the human deaths. Honestly, most of them deserve to die in these films because a lot of them are terrible people. Um, not the main characters, but you find a lot of them, like you've got your Dr. Henry Wu. I'm surprised he hasn't been killed yet. Like just but a dinosaur death, that's, that was a really sad one. And, yeah, that was really, really horrible to watch, if, if I'm completely honest. But then you've got the other half of the film, which is... That they weren't trying to save the dinosaurs. InGen, all big surprised. InGen are the bad guys, again. Um, or the guy who worked with Richard Hammond. Not Richard Hammond. John Hammond. He's Richard Attenborough. And Richard Hammond is the guy from Top Gear and the Grand Tour. So that's why I got that mixed up. John Hammond's old partner, who, you know, has conveniently only been mentioned in this film, despite John Hammond being in the original one. Noise. <laughs> I don't know what that last sound was. I, I don't even know how I made that. That's welcome to the mind of a psychopath. Anywho, so yeah, so that was a bit weird, and it turns out that no, what he's actually trying to do is sell the dinosaurs off on the black market for profit. And he's also had Dr. Henry Wu, <coughs> I think it was Dr. Wu, it might have not been, it might have just been some other evil scientist. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. They had some other scientist working on basically combining raptor dna with that of the indominus rex and even though indominus rex already had a raptor in it but to make a more weaponized version of the indominus rex that could follow orders and like an unhackable drone and this that and the other but and this is the bit that really doesn't make any sense well it's not the only bit there's the other bit as well so <clears throat> to make the indominus rex more not indominus rex indoraptor sorry more um compliable more you know more willing to take orders they wanted the dna of blue because blue was a raptor that learned to bond with owen grady and you know take orders from him and listen to him and have a mutual relationship so they needed the dna of blue to complete the indoraptor but the problem with that right is obedience isn't strictly genetic that's you know if that was the case, you know, you could essentially breed a, a dog that was well-trained, have its puppies, and the minute it's born, you say sit and the dog sits. The minute you say paw, it gives you its paw. No, any new creature you're going to have to train, you can't breed compliance. That's not, you know, even humans, when they um, enslave people, I suppose is the best way to put it. Like, you know, if a slave has a child that child is not then automatically just going to comply. They are then conditioned to comply because they realise it's best for their own well-being to comply at that point, right? So the whole thing of needing Blue to somehow 
make the Indoraptor m- more compliant to everything going on is frankly ridiculous because compliance isn't genetic it's just just not and i didn't really get that plot thread don't get me wrong it was nice to go back and see the past and see like owen trading blue from a very young age and seeing a few of the others but seeing the special bond he had with blue in particular and that it was nice to see that it genuinely was but at the same time i didn't you know need to the whole thing that having Blue's DNA put into the Indoraptor makes it more compliant. That's total... I know this is sci-fi anyway, but that that's BS to the extreme. Like, you know, this is science fiction just... Science fiction still follows, for the most part, scientific rules. <clears throat> you know, like hyperspace and light speed, it sort of makes sense in pseudoscience... This doesn't even make sense in pseudoscience. This is just utter bollocks. You can't... No. Piss off. That's not how it works. But anyway, so they've got the prototype Indoraptor, which is sort of there to show off what it can do and what it looks like, but isn't compliant because it doesn't have the DNA of a different dinosaur that is compliant that doesn't change the compliance whatsoever, but that's stupid and the plot's stupid and why... God, this is all King's Eyes, folks. You watch another episode of Something Else Fails. I'm going to have an aneurysm thinking about this now. Jesus Christ. This might be making me angrier than The Last Jedi, right? And that's saying something. The more I think about how stupid this film is, it, like... And, yes, this is a film where they've brought dinosaurs back to life and given them frog DNA to fill in the gaps, right? Which, utterly bollocks, but pseudoscience-y cloning is a thing and, you know, filling in the gaps is a pseudoscience idea. That I can live with... The whole compliance is breedable. No, that's too far for me. And maybe that's just my standards being a bit weird. But on the other hand, it's completely ridiculous. Anyway, so yeah, they've got this uh, proto-Indoraptor showing off at the black market. And they're like, look, this one's not really good because it does not comply and it won't listen to you. But it will follow a laser pointer. Um, That's the most compliant we could get it so far. Um, and they're like, everyone's like, oh yeah, we'll take whole batches of these to murder millions. Woo, yeah, we love like terrorist groups. Yeah, woo, woo, love black market deals. They are simply the best. And and then then it goes wrong because they all leave and the guards guarding the Indoraptor basically tricks them into playing dead and which is quite clever, you know, clever girl. You know, it it is very clever and that's the point of it. It's meant to be highly intelligent, so it tricks them in kills them and then gets out and starts stalking everyone in the mansion. Um, and as I say, they, they, they made it seem like it was going to be really horror-based in in um, the trailers. And in reality, like, through loads of tight corridors with this thing stalking them through them and everything. Um, whereas, whereas, no, that didn't really happen. Like The main characters ran away a lot. The thing made some noises. They, they hid a bit. It found them. It caused a bit of a fuss. Made a big mess, creeps up on a girl, little girl who's asleep in her bed, and that's probably the most horrorish bit where it reaches out its claws at her as she's she's asleep, this young girl, and um, yeah, then, uh, then then it just gets into a fight with Blue, falls through the roof and and dies, and and then all the other dinosaurs are set free by the 
animal rights people and they move into the Jurassic world, which is obviously the big payoff here. They're not in the park anymore. The dinosaurs now live among us. And that's great. But once again, that should have been two different films. The whole saving the dinosaurs from the island bit should have been one. And then the whole <clears throat> black market thing, Indoraptor stalking them around a mansion should have been another. Like, I feel like, and hear me out because Yes, you might be thinking, oh, yeah, but that's got a cohesive plot line running through it, so it's okay. I'm like, well, yeah, but so do most trilogies, right? There's going to be a cohesive plot point. The cohesive plot point between these two films would have been the first one, they're trying to save them from the island. They manage to, you know, they get away. They have fights with dinosaurs, as they always do. But they escape, and they get onto the boat, obviously adding in some new bits as well. And then <clears throat> you maybe set up the black market thing in a little end credit tease if you're going to go Marvel style or, you know, you just set something up, <clears throat> maybe a slight hint. The next film you start out with the whole black market thing and then these people realise, they go to the mansion to try and stop it, they end up getting stalked by the Indoraptor and all those events sort of happen in the same way. You get more of a horror themed <clears throat> movie where they're trying to stalk through corridors and escape the Indoraptor whilst trying to unravel what's really going on in the mansion. <clears throat> sorry, excuse me again, and find out how to stop the Indoraptor. And then the film ends with the dinosaurs being released into the new Jurassic world, where they become part of the everyday human world. I feel like that could have worked, um, but what do I know? Is it Lost Kingdom, the next one? Sounds about right. It's probably not. But And then you have the next one where they're living in the human world and make it not a trilogy this time. It doesn't have to be a trilogy. And you've got, you know, all these dinosaurs living around, and that's what they're going to be doing next. But I just feel like, also, j just say, Jeff Goldblum, criminally underused. Um, I love the guy. He's a brilliant actor. He's he's so just got a charisma that no one else can have. You know, who else can pull off life uh, finds a way? Like, that's just fantastic. The man's, the man's brilliant. And, yeah, I just... I just it should have been two separate plots, if I'm honest. Um, two two separate films. Because um, that way you could have made the black market thing a lot more sinister and built it up more. You could have spent one last entire film on Isla Nublar, which is the island that started it all. That's where Jurassic Park was. Um, and then you could have got really delved into this Indoraptor stalking them like some sort of <clears throat> horror thing. And maybe the, they gained control of it by the end and that's no not the good guys the bad guys and <clears throat> that's what really escalates the conflict and that's when blue comes in to save the day and they have the big fight then you know these might not be the best ideas but i still think the idea should have been that they should have had two different films maybe i haven't come up with the best ideas and way to solve that um well <clears throat> oh, sorry now i've got hiccups as well it's gonna be brilliant but someone could have come up with probably better plots than i did but splitting those two halves of the film into two separate films. Um, <coughs> oh, bloody hiccups. But before I continue with probably the most ridiculous part of the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom? Fallen Kingdom. Hiccups again, I'm sorry. Part. I would like to once again thank our sponsors, King Styles Apparel. And this time I can vouch in person these shirts are 100% worth what you are paying for honestly i got my three shirts today i got the um i can't spell episode one i got the go go power failures and i got the say invader one and they are absolutely fantastic 
I cannot stress enough how much I love them. They look so good and they feel they're so soft. So like I cannot stress how soft they are. Honestly, it just so unbelievably soft, right? And so light, they're not heavy. And the designs have all come out fantastically. And these hiccups are really ruining this, but it's fine. You know, I'm a failure. I'm allowed to mess up. It's part of the charm. Fuck my life. You guys can all just laugh at me hiccuping through the rest of the episode. But yeah, King Stars of Power, do go check out the shop. More designs will be coming out quite regularly at the moment. I know King's Eyes is working on a lot of stuff uh, behind the scenes that I'm not going to spoil. But his designs are fantastic. He puts in great work for this. Uh, please do go check it out. And uh, yeah, I suppose back to back to the Fallen Kingdom. Um, yeah, so the most ridiculous plot point was when they oh they brought in human cloning. Oh, I don't I, I like why. Like seriously, why? I get the whole you know making genetically altered di- dinosaurs like Indominus Rex. An Indoraptor, because that was hinted at in the original books, um, that there were genetic modifications going on to the likes of potentially even the Spinosaurus in, I think it was either two or three, I think it was three. Um, so, and the, the films before did then subtly hint that there was something else going on behind the scenes as well. More experimentations than were being led on. Um, but then, but then, why, why did they, the, the geezers, daughter died in a car crash so he cloned her and now she thinks he's his grandfather but really it's his father i think it was his daughter or maybe it was his wife or his mum there's always weird stuff like that like well probably his daughter looking at the ages but why 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 is human cloning in this thing now it's absolutely ridiculous i just there was no need to bring in the human clone. And I just feel like they executed it poorly. Because, yeah, there were hints the whole way through. But that doesn't doesn't mean anything, really. I feel like it was just another distractive plot point that didn't need to be there in an already incredibly crammed film. I say, it already felt like two films in one. But then it had to set up the eventual sequel and third film in the trilogy and had all these ideas about Blue and the bond between him and Owen, her and Owen, sorry, the Interaptor, the horror themes, the saving of the island. Oh, but now we've got a human clone. And is that human clone part dinosaur? They might have said it in the film. I can't remember. It wouldn't surprise me, considering this is Jurassic World, if she was part dinosaur as well. You know, she can just talk Velociraptor or something. I don't know. You know, it's just, it, it felt unnecessary, is that the word? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. I just feel there was no need for human cloning to be involved. Because, I mean, that's a whole other issue. And maybe they'll do something with it in the next film. Maybe they'll just ignore it. Um, I'm feeling with the way they're setting up the third film when they had a bunch of shorts and stuff as well where they showed the dinosaurs living in the regular world and affecting people's lives. Like there was a camping trip and I think a, a Carnotaurus showed up, you know. So maybe they'll address the human cloning. Maybe they won't. I don't 
I don't know. I won't know until I see the film. And of course, I will see the next one. Um, Lost King. I'm adamant it's called Lost Kingdom. Um, could be wrong. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> Definitely won't be the last. I just, yeah, I feel like it was just stupid. And the whole film just seemed like a clogged mess with, with too many things going on in... in that that made a, a messy kind of film, if I'm completely honest. But, I mean, the film wasn't all bad. As I said, I, I enjoyed it. The action sequences were good. There was a bit where um, they're on the island and they're trying to escape and the gyrosphere gets attacked by the Carnotaurus. Uh, but then Rexy shows up and saves the day and you get the classic roar. And, you know, and it's, the film wasn't bad. The visuals are fantastic. Chris Pratt, as always, was, was absolutely fantastic as Owen Grady you know you can't you can never fault any of his performances he's always a, a quite a lovable character Han Solo-esque I tend to think in most of his roles but distinctly distinctly uh distinctly Chris Pratt in the, the way he goes about it and that is not an insult in any way from Star-Lord to Owen Grady to his many other roles Chris Pratt is is a fantastic actor and obviously as always Bryce Dallas Howard is a fantastic at her job as well. Another brilliant actor, actress. Um, and yeah, so the acting is good. Justice Smith is, is good in it as well. He He's another good actor that I've seen a few times since then as well. And I do think he's, he's good at what he does. And that's the thing. The cast isn't bad. And <clears throat> the movie cultivates and uses unique ideas. I just feel like they executed them in too much of a messy, uncoordinated... Is uncoordinated the right word? just seemed messy. It just seemed like <clears throat> there was too much, too much going on, if I'm completely honest, for this one film. Um, so they shouldn't have... Yeah, I just... It should have been two separate films, and it just felt clogged and, and just, just a bit messy, which is a shame, because as I say, the film had so much potential. I really liked... So going back to that original trailer, I loved the idea of a more... I don't even like horror films. I can't stand them. Right? I don't even like The Mummy. I can't watch The Mummy. There's a story behind that. Don't get me wrong. And a story I, I, I will eventually explain. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure at some point um, it goes back to being uh, traumatised, shall we say, with that film. But, yeah, I can't even watch that, let alone any like proper horror films but <clears throat> i love dinosaurs and i would have liked to have seen it sounds really childish i love dinosaurs i love you you love me we're a happy family barney was like the original goat let's be real <clears throat> or you've got the uh, essex version of that song I hate Poe, Poe hates me, Tinky Winky shot Dipsy with a five foot gun on his head. Sorry, la la, Dipsy's dead. Hey! Yeah, we uh, we ruined a lot of songs, because then we turned like... I knew a man who had a dog and bingo was his name-o. B-I-N-G-O into... I knew a man who had a duck, I hit it with my pickup truck. S-P-L-A-T, 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 I hit it with my pickup truck. Um, Yeah, we... uh, Or head, shoulders, knees and toes got turned into... Wigs, knickers, bras and socks, bras and socks. Wigs, knickers, bras and socks, bras and socks. And flies and fleas and scabs upon your knees. Wigs, knickers, bras and socks, bras and socks. 
yeah, we messed up a lot of lot of songs here. A lot of them were at Cardboard Scout camps as well. Uh, but I feel like it's distinctly Thuraki, Essex-based um, <clears throat> for those things. Uh, yeah, this is a... <clears throat> Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Um, yeah, I feel like it cultivated good ideas. It, it was, and the plots would have been solid if they were allowed to be fleshed out and put into their own films. Um, I just feel like it was disappointing because they just put too much into the film the girl didn't need to be a clone I, considering it doesn't even seem like you're going to do anything with it there was no need to have made her a, a clone of the daughter who died and then I, don't, I can't even remember if that was related to the whole black market thing I, I don't really know you know this is about dinosaurs and bringing them back you know a film 65 million years in the making, life uh, finds a way. You know, it's it's fantastic and bringing them into the modern world and, you know, the whole modern idea of using them as weapons, it's brilliant. Not, I don't think actually using dinosaurs as weapons is brilliant. I don't condone that in any way, shape or form. Not that they're alive. Um, but the idea of that being the new problem, because obviously having it be the same film over and over again where, oh, look, dinosaurs broke out again. Got it got to stop them before they kill all of us that would get repetitive if you just repeat jurassic park over and over again i can see it getting stale so adding this new modern twist where they're trying to weaponize them that's brilliant but but flesh it out more you had the base with indominus in the first one indominus rex but and i guess that's why they they merged this into two films because you wouldn't have had another hybrid like that in the second film uh, if it was just based on the island getting those current dinosaurs off, and it it would have felt more like more like an old Jurassic Park film, and maybe that's a good thing. Having the second film be more of an homage to the original. You're on the island; the dinosaurs are all roaming free on this island, and you've got to try and save them or or survive them. And then the next one, you bring back the genetic, and like you, you drop little hints and clues. They might be able to go into a lab, and they can see the blueprints for the Indoraptor. They see some old scientific notes by Henry Wu or some of the scientists. And maybe you see some emails sent between them and some of the black market people. You know, drop hints in, in this film that would have been based on the island set in sort of the first half of Fallen Kingdom. And then by what would then be the third film, which is what is the second half of Fallen Kingdom. Have that fully paid off where you reference the Indominus Rex again, you... You know, you could even have in sort of the second one again then, have that scene of them looking for the Indominus Bones and taking part of it. You know, have all this set up that is then paid off in the third film, uh, which would then be the Mark, uh, the the mansion one with the Indominus, sorry, Indoraptor chasing them and hunting them down. I just feel like that would have been a lot better and then you get the payoff for all that stuff and then you have more of the genetic modifications and then the fourth one again might not have any genetic modifications but sets up for the whole jurassic world thing the dinosaurs are free what are we going to do about it how do we live with them in modern day and seeing the consequences of having dinosaurs back um in a weird sort of godzilla-ish jurassic park 2 kind of but jurassic park 1 proper kind of way and i feel like that would have been a lot more interesting to watch over a series of films rather than cramming 
the, the two into one to make the second film to then rush into the third. Because I know what they were trying to do. They were trying to make a trilogy because power in threes and I get that. I really do. You know, your Star Wars, all of those were released in trilogies except for the spin-offs. So not all of them. That's, yeah. Indiana Jones was a trilogy until they made the bad one. Uh, <laughs> you know, trilogies tend to work. But you don't have to do it. The MCU is not a trilogy. The MCU is a 23, currently, long film series. About to be 24 when Black Widow finally drops. So you could have had four films. You know, not everything... Die Hard has about 10 million sequels, right? You know, there's no end to Die Hard. Transformers. Trust me, if you want to see, like, make sure your franchise doesn't get tired after multiple films. Look at Transformers, because it was tired after the first one, Right? So, you can have more than three, and it still work as a film franchise, if you pad it out and have all the references and payoffs, which, obviously, I suggested some ideas, and I don't know, you know, no one of importance who can make any difference is going to listen to this and think, oh, he's got a brilliant idea, we should have done that, so I don't really know why I'm giving all these ideas, the same way that even if they did, they probably would think my ideas were shit and would also just completely disregard them and nothing would get done anyway because the film's already been made but you know i'm just a random guy on the internet giving myself some self-therapy as king's eyes likes to remind me with a weekly podcast um <laughs> but yeah i just i think that's what disappoints me the most about the film is the fact that it had so much potential like that's why if anything it does annoy me more than the last jedi because one, The Last Jedi, I will always have... I could never completely hate it because it's a Star Wars film. And two, I didn't have very high hopes for it in the first place. Because I wasn't the biggest Force Awakens fan. And I just, yeah, I didn't have... For some reason, I just didn't have the highest hopes for it in the first place. And then I'm just not disappointed by that anymore. I just, you know, Star Yeah. Whereas this one... I'm disappointed because it could have gone well. I watched this and I think you've got the right ideas and plot points. This could have been a good film. The Last Jedi, you watch it and you're like, yeah, I, there's no way you could have made this shit good. Like, it's just got a dodgy plot. It's just not good or cohesive or doesn't work in its trilogy. And I know that's more involved with the behind the scenes stuff, but that's not the point. Whereas Fallen Kingdom, you sit there and you look and, you know... It does have a good plot idea. It has two good plot ideas. That's the problem. It's got two plots in one film. Two films in one film. And that's why it disappoints me more. Because the potential was there. You literally had it all packed inside your film. But you packed it too tightly. You held on too tightly. And stuff just started slipping through. As more and more gaps were open. The tighter you gripped it all together. You should have just let it space out and let it breathe and let it flow into two separate films that would have worked brilliantly on their own. Having different tones, harkening back to the original, and then going to a more horror-based enclosed area theme with the Indoraptor chasing and other little nuggets and plot points going on. You know, but we didn't get that. We got the incredibly rushed. Oh, look, the girl's a clone. Oh, look, you can read compliance oh look the indoraptor looks sick but it's only going to be in it for like 20 minutes and then die in a bitchy way in a fight 
instead of doing any stalking or hunting, like, this is meant to be, like, the ultimate weapon, and it does fucking do all. Like, yeah, obviously you want Blue to win. I, I wanted Blue to win, obviously, when you're watching it. But at the same time, this is like the ultimate weapon. Like, it should it should be able to beat a, a normal Velociraptor that, for the last few months, has been starving and almost died from lack of nutrition. Now it's just kicking, like, you know, the Indoraptor bred for war. Can't even beat it in a fight. Like, you know... Does that make sense to anyone else? Like, maybe it makes sense to some people and I'm just being a bitch. Or maybe, and this is a big maybe, maybe it's stupid and just shouldn't have been written like that. You know, maybe they don't stop the Interruptor. It just breaks out and goes into the wild somewhere, becomes one of the dinosaurs in the wild, and becomes the main apex predator of the world. And that's why there's a big issue in the fourth one about the dinosaurs being alive because while some of them are quite peaceful and even the other carnivores which are obviously sometimes occasionally eat and kill people you know but like that's the same way in the same way a shark does so people can't com don't complain too much about it but then you've got the indoraptor which is going around like an absolute like xenomorph murdering people on a regular basis in the most horrific ways possible that sets up a unique debate in the fourth one. Like, should these dinosaurs be allowed if the Indoraptor is still out there? Is it considered a dinosaur? Is it considered alive? More of those sort of debates. And But now the Indoraptor's gone. They're probably going to throw in another hybrid in this one for, you know, reasons. Because, you know, why wouldn't you? You'd love... You've got to have hybrids. And, yeah, then I just... Yeah... It's just a shame. It's it's a real shame that film that it just didn't work out. Because my god, it should have. It really, really should have. But it just sadly no cigar in the end and it, it fell flat. And I have I have so much hope that the fourth one will work. Not fourth one. Sorry, the one that I thought should have been the fourth one, but was actually the, the, the it's now the third one. I have so much faith that it could and should and will work because the Jurassic Park films are normally absolute brilliance. As I say, based off the original novels by Michael Crichton, which are brilliant reads in themselves. If you haven't read them, I honestly recommend uh, The Lost World and the original Jurassic Park as well. But then you've got just... And the films are all fantastic. Except for, well, not except for this one. The third one's a bit weird and the second one's not ideal. The original Jurassic Park is fantastic. Jurassic World is really good. There's just something about Fallen Kingdom that it just doesn't sit right. It doesn't doesn't fall nicely into place like the others do, and it, it is a shame. But you know, you can't you can't win them all. You can't strike gold every single time, and Jurassic Park hasn't. And you know, but neither have many film franchises, unless you're the MCU, in which case you knock out banger after banger. And even some of your worst films are actually pretty decent films. Even Thor: The Dark World, which I'd argue is the worst MCU film isn't completely unwatchable and isn't an awful film. It's just awful by MCU standards. But when your MCU standards are endgame, that explains why Dark World isn't received as well, especially now. But Fallen Kingdom is a film that just it had that potential and fell short. But I, I have faith that the Jurassic franchise will easily make up for it with this new instalment and will bounce back as good as it's always been because... Well, 
it has no reason not to. The potential was there with the second one. They just executed it incorrectly. I'm sure they would have learned by that from that. And considering they know how to make a good film, they'll do it right. So unfortunately, I do have to make the verdict that Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, you have failed this franchise. Um, however... Uh, that fail does not apply to the rest of the Jurassic franchise, and I'm sure the franchise maybe in general, or maybe a few of the specific films, namely Jurassic Park itself, will get its own episode um, as one of my favourite films of all time. So that fail does not apply to the whole franchise, and the fail is very begrudgingly given, because it's a film that I feel like should be good on paper, but it was just too many things crammed in for it to work, which was unfortunate. But that is how it works. Um, and I suppose just before I go, I'd like to say you can either check out directly on YouTube. Uh, just look for the page Say Invader. It'll be the most recent video. Or check out on King's Eye's website. There is a short five, just under six minute video um, of me where I opened my package today and got my King's Eye shirts. And I do a little genuine reaction i didn't even know what shirts i was getting uh so it was a genuine reaction to what i got then i wear them <coughs> it's just a short little video showing off the the products and how i feel about them and it's all positive um so if you want to check that out because you want to look at the store and you want to see what the shirts sort of look like to be worn and what someone who hadn't seen them before or felt one really other than just seeing a few pictures um thought about them when he first got them please do go check that out not just because it'll be supporting my youtube channel and that'd be brilliant and i'd thank you a lot for it but because it will give you a good idea of what the shirts are like and hoodies and everything i don't have any of the hoodies but we do have those sort of things as well and then you will help support us by maybe going to the store and purchasing a shirt or some other product from king styles apparel but that's pretty much all from me this week thank you so much again for uh, listening in i really do appreciate it everyone who listens you really do make this all worth it and i'd really do hope to expand the brand eventually so if you can share on any social media or just tell your friends about the podcast that'd be great i'd love to get it out there and reach more people with my insane antics but yeah thank you so much for listening and i'll speak to you next week guys see you then <laughs>